everybody. Welcome to episode 86 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton. Who's collecting bolts with me tonight? Michael Kerwin Hughes. My name is Nick Palayo. Okay, welcome back, Nick. Hey. He was on the Sly Cooper episode, which I don't remember what number that was. but a long time what? ago. It feels like a long time ago. <laughs> uh, so welcome back to the show. And, and actually, before we introduce what we're talking about, I want to give a quick shout out to another podcast, Nerd Radio, with a three instead of an E, because... Because he's a he does a, every Sunday he does a streaming he does a streaming podcast for eight hours which I give him I give him credit for that so, where he talks about video games movies TVs and just live reaction from the community so if you need something go check him out there'll be a link in the show notes to his podcast so definitely give him a shout out I give him a shout out definitely give him a listen wow what am I saying it's been a long day <laughs> a lot of long day all right and Mike why don't you introduce what we're talking about because this was your idea kind of. I'm not taking full credit for this one. We are playing 2002's Ratchet and Clank for the PS2. Except I played the 2012 HD remake of it. Or upgrade, whatever. <laughs> it didn't <Yeah>. help. <laughs> I played this on my PS3 as well. It's the easiest way I know how to play this game. Mm-hmm. I played the PS2 version on an emulator. So I because... think I still have 2 and 3 on PlayStation 2, but I don't think I have the original anymore. I wonder why. Hmm. Mm. Question there. I, I, I actually, oh, I own this on PS3 also. And about two years ago, before I started the podcast, I tried playing. I'm like, I'm gonna finally play Ratchet Clank. Everybody talks so great about it. People love this series. So I'm like, okay, I start the first one, and I get to the first space stations about four levels in, and I just the game broke me. And I was just like, this isn't fun. <laughs> and I never picked it up again. And I was like, okay, well, it just was me. You know, maybe it was just me or something. And then when, when cause Mike had originally actually wanted to play Going Commando, and I guess <laughs> I forced him into saying, let's do the first one first. And I had forgotten that happened until we did this. He's like, it wasn't really my pick. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then about halfway through the game, they're like, why did I not just suggest playing the PS4 remake? Because you would have pushed it. I would have said, yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, they didn't change that much of the story. So Nick and I were talking off camera. That, uh, we both started immediately after finishing this one. It's not terribly different as far as story goes. Yeah, there's there's a, some slight tonal differences. Like the, mm-hmm. I feel like the first game feels a little scarier and a little bit more grounded, and the remake feels more hopeful and energetic. But as as I was playing through this one, I just still like the story. I still like all the characters. Everything's still really cheesy fun. <laughs> Definitely. That's one way to put it. <laughs> oh, for those that I don't think we said, Ratchet and Clank came out in 2002, made by Insomnia Games. Insomnia Games. Yeah, I think they made that indie uh, Spider-Man game that came out a couple years ago. I don't know if anyone actually played that one. Though. Way better than this. <laughs> Hell, oh, Spyro is way better, is better than this. I think. That's, I'm not sure. that's bold words, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> this first game. I mean, okay, I had fun with this game at times, but just. The story is fun. Like, I do like the characters. I do like Ratchet and Clank. And I, I like the idea how you have Ratchet just this mechanic, shirtless mechanic working on his ship. And he can't completely fix it. And Clank, being a reject robot, ends up finding out that this chairman direct businessman is going to destroy the world and make his own destroy world to make his own world. And he gets the master plan. So he's they're hunting him. And that's how the whole story starts. Very basic version of it. Yeah. Well, Ratchet so is a Lombax. Is he one of a kind for majority of the series? Uh, kind of. Yeah, sort of. For now. I've seen... I know there's a, there's a new Ratchet & Clank game coming out, right? Yeah, for the okay. PS5. I mean, I've seen people post screenshots of the female Lombax, and I'm just like, okay, I don't that, care at all. That feels alternate dimension, though. 
There are other Lombaxes in the PS3 games. Yeah, the oh. future games introduce a new, like a commander character who is supposed to be is supposed to be a Lombax or not. <laughs> okay. We'll get I there. Have, this is actually my first Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played, and I think I made the right choice playing the first one first, or I could never go back to this game. Oh, God, no. As Mike found out. Because <laughs> I want to say throughout all the time that we were getting ready to talk, play, we were playing through the show playing through this game for the show, all you kept talking about is, man, 2 is so much better. Man, 2 is so much better. It's all I heard. I'm going to try and not do that during this episode. Because <laughs> there's a lot of comparisons to be made. I will just get this out of the way. It, this is the hardest game to come back to after 18 years of development and video game systems. This game has very little reward for you to ever play it again. Um, what reward? It's just there's nothing there. There's You podcast. play it yeah, you play it once, and that's kind of it. You got everything. Well, um, it's just 2002 in general, I think. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, it's 18 years, but also, like, that was a different... Gaming was at that time, like, the PS2 era, GameCube era, where you were making games were still at ch- more challenging than they need to be. Like, you didn't... Have, like, this game doesn't have any difficulty selection. Like, it would be so nice mm-hmm. if you just had an easy mode to go to where games just a little bit easier. Because, mm-hmm. like... And also, it follows one of my my favorite, in quotation, traits that any game can do, where some some boss fights in general just take way too damn long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't need to hit the boss a hundred times with this, with my cannon just because, just because. Like, I don't need to do that. Like, it, it's okay to hit him 20 times and end the, end the fight. It doesn't need to be a hundred. But that was that was that time. Oh, it, it's very much a creature of its of its time. <laughs> 2002 yeah. sucks. You know, their game came out in 2002. What are you talking about next week? Bounty Hunter came out in 2002. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so I don't want to go too far with that. But it, so this game, I mean, it was interesting to me. I had to kind of play this game differently than I would normally because this is a 3D action platformer with a very high concentration on weapons and guns. And I don't like, for some, I have an issue in game where I don't like to use any consumable source unless I'm getting lots of it back. And I tried to play the majority of the beginning of the game using just the wrench as a melee weapon. And that, that doesn't work for too long. <laughs> Which, yeah, no, that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, it's even a worse idea in the sequels. Like I told you before, the it's fine in this one because in all future games, your weapons gain experience and level up and whatnot, and it's just not a part of this one. So you can get away with it here, but uh, don't do that. Don't do that in the sequels. I won't in the second one. It, it, <laughs> there was no... It's just how I... I mean, it didn't last it long. Last I, had, long. I had, had... The game forced me to change. It forced yeah. me to use the bomb glove, and it forced me to use other equipment that I didn't want to at first. But once I started to, like, it's the weapons are fun. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like different flair on our typical shooter guns. Like, your first weapon is just, uh, like you said, the bomb glove. It's grenades. And the second one is just a normal blaster, but it's all dolled up in sci-fi whatever. <laughs> what is it, the combustor in this one? No, it's uh, the pyro something. It's called pyromancer, pyro, pyrociter, pyrociter. I thought that was yeah. a flamethrower. It's a flamethrower. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I just got them out of order. You're thinking gotcha. of the blaster is the one you get a little yeah, bit yeah, later, yeah. which is the, okay. uh, a laser it, gun. You just figure the pistol is the first weapon you get. That would make sense. Yeah, everything. I like pyrociter though. You get a bunch of random weapons in this game. You get. I didn't use most of them because I, I just don't. <laughs> Like, I didn't use... You were talking about... There's a morph weapon that you got at one point? Yeah, the morph array. I never used it. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's okay. Like, you just concentrate the beam on the enemy, and it turns them into chickens. And the bigger the enemy, the longer it takes. Okay. So it's, and, and it doesn't use ammo, so it's a good uh, emergency weapon. Yeah, this this game, when, when it came out, I must have been, like, 12. And 
I remember playing it for the very first time and having all these unique weapons that I think the only other games I was playing at that time were uh, like Dynasty Warriors. Oh. <laughs> so having a gun that turned it into a chicken was <laughs> the craziest thing for me. And I must have just spent hours running through planets, turning everything into chickens. Because, like, <laughs> I've never done this before. The weapons were definitely a huge selling point. Like, all the marketing, all the ads were based around the crazy-ass weapons in the game. Which I wish yeah. I had thought, thought of that earlier. I could have sent around some commercials for us to watch. Yeah, I don't feel that crazy in this game. Other than the chicken cannon, the rest don't. I mean, you had a vacuum can that sucks up enemies and shoots them out. Maybe I just didn't use a lot of them. Like, I know there's a, the the glove of doom or doom glove that makes little bots that go after and blow up enemies or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't use it often. I used it a couple times. I didn't like it. It's it's a nice weapon if you... There's a play style of you just constantly jumping over everything. You don't even have to aim. You just throw out the bots and you just kind of walk through entire levels. But uh, speaking about that marketing, uh, all the marketing they had, they showed real people with these giant weapons. And in my mind, I always thought Ratchet was like 16 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Because he had to like he just wheels these weapons like a normal person would like a frying pan. And uh, he has to be huge. (laughs) You know what they say about big feet? You just don't wear shoes. You need big guns. Yeah. Okay, I've never seen these commercials before, but I'm I'm watching them right now about with people using well, a very bad quality version of one. But well, they were meant to be like home movie style too, so they're not great quality to begin with. Okay, it's an effective marketing campaign. I thought it resonated really, really well with me. It's like that seems super dumb. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember people constantly talking about this game over the years about the weapons being so unique and different. It and, definitely gets that way moving forward with the series. Okay, because I mean, if we were kind of talking about different weapons, I mean, besides the Morphle Ray, which I never used, nothing seemed too unique. You have a flamethrower, a blaster, you know, rocket launchers. You have a Nikita missile. You think you're Solid Snake with one weapon. <laughs> like, you have nothing was that crazy. I, I think it's just the tone of the game and also the weapons, these games never feel too bleak. It's always kind of rooted in like a Saturday morning style cartoon and having these fun weapons in a very funny game. I thought that was pretty unique and I haven't really seen too much of that. It's a good way to put it. I mean, the game you're right. For the most part, the story is pretty upbeat. I mean, you have a couple parts like where Clank and Ratchet end up fighting each other and like, and the whole, the whole idea of what, of your villain is trying to do is very bleak, but it, they do it in a very humorful way. Like he's destroying planet after planet after planet just to build his new planet so he can seal it for and make money off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like Nick said earlier, the, the remake has is really tonally different. And I think a lot of that comes from ratchet. Cause in this game, he's just a flat out dick and like, Apple. yeah, he does not feel like the hero, but every game going forward, he's got like a totally different personality. Yeah, I do see what you mean about the gun, about Ratchet being 16 feet, because these guns look gigantic. On these <laughs> they take like multiple humans to pick up, and it's hilarious. I don't remember any of these commercials. <laughs> That's funny. Like Nick said, the, like they definitely have a lasting impression. I probably haven't seen them in 15 plus years, but I can still pretty much play at least the Morpho Ray one in my head. Like I think I just saw it so many times at the time. I think the only time I ever really saw these commercials were like late night on like Spike TV or like watching Comedy Central way past my bedtime. (laughs) Uh, 
because I, ne- I never really remembered seeing any game commercials unless it was on late night cable. I can't I can't remember back that far back, unfortunately. <laughs> I did. I do want to say the game kind of grabbed me, though, pretty quickly, even though I wasn't I was having fun with it at first. Like I I mostly enjoyed my experiences. I did play with save states because it's me <laughs> and I don't like repeating stuff. But it, it did have its moments. Like, I mean, you fight a lot of robotic enemies and you fight a lot of just like strange like wildlife alien type enemies. I think is the best way to put it. You don't fight your common humanoid stuff, but it, it's it's fun. And one thing that, that kept me going that in any game that I like is that every time you kill something, every box you break, you're getting something for it. You're getting bolts. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. bolts are not multiplied. Every bolt you get is literally one bolt and you need thousands to buy stuff. But it yeah. was still like the, it econ- kept me going. the economy in this game is kind of broken. Oh, yeah. There's so many paywalls to, to continue on. But Which yeah, make, breaking the boxes feels still feels super great. And just having all the bolts suck into you, it's awesome. The sound okay. effects are fantastic throughout this entire game. Oh, yeah. It did a good job. And even and I actually played this with the music for the most part of the game. Like, you know, the music was fine. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not something you're going to be humming the rest of the day. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get in the way or anything. No, I didn't have a problem with it. I actually would would mute, and then later on when I was listening to podcasts, I would mute my podcast just so I could hear when they talk. Until oh, near yeah. the end, I stopped caring. <laughs> <laughs> that was more just me. You know, I, I do like how the story like the story starts off. You know, in the beginning, like your whole quest is to meet Captain Quark, and after you find out that Drek, this guy, is destroying all these planets, your whole goal is to get to Quark, which is this big giant superhero commercial TV guy, which is you know a fraud. But that's your whole <laughs> plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of knew there was something wrong with Quark, but I didn't know all the details because I never played the series. I just, I was pretty, I think I, first I had the, I had the inkling that he was not who he said he was. Yeah, Quark is, Quark is the booster gold of the Ratchet and Clank universe. <laughs> he's just in it for the glory. But he's completely a villain, though. Yeah. He's yeah. just a villain because he's really dumb. And <laughs> yeah. it's not, it's, it's not his fault. He's just dumb. And as a series progressed, he becomes the most like interesting character just because of all the ridiculousness and like the depression kicks in. Um, and he's, he's great. But I know Ratchet's he, I, such a dick. Oh yeah. No, that like, <laughs> as you said earlier, you both said now, like, yeah, he's an asshole in this game. Like it doesn't hit right away. Cause at first he's trying to find Quark and, you know, he's trying to help out clank and save the world sort of, and do this. And it comes to a point when, when some things happen, I don't want to get to just yet. Cause there will be spoilers for this game, but it's 18 years. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it, Ratchet's whole mentality goes from I want to help out to fuck. I just want to kill this bastard. Mm-hmm. And like that's yeah. all that he cares about. And, he, and he, he's not a very likely likable protagonist then for a while. Yeah. All of his motivations in like the first three quarters of the game are just for his own selfish desires. Like everything's to do what he wants. He wants the hoverboard. He wants to be in the races. And oh, it's all God. about him. Those fucking races. <laughs> oh, I thought man. the Sly Cooper races were bad. <laughs> Woo! He took this whole nother level. Oh boy. <laughs> I I hated the I had to do the race bit by bit where I saved state to do it perfectly to beat it, because I just could not beat those races. Not fun. I tried the first one three times and I never saw the first place person. Then I looked up the walkthrough and it's not mandatory, so I just skipped it. <laughs> Second one, no 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 such luck. Okay, I beat them. I beat both. No, but that was go. just because I thought I had. You did something I didn't do. Well. I, I still try to complete as much of this game as I could. And I think I started playing this game about a month ago. I'm terrible at playing games. <laughs> and uh, I got to the hoverboard, put it down for about a week, and then got back into it. It's like, I'm never doing that again. 
<laughs> it's it's rough. It's not fun. It. I mean, I know it's a very much of the time, like the PS2 era was a lot of that. Like, how can we throw in little mini games? How can we throw in this to make our game different? And the technology was there to do so much more. And that that's kind of how this game felt. Where you, have, it feels like at time you have a lot of padding with stuff that you didn't need, but because of the time that the year it came out, you're going to throw stuff in there just to make... Because I remember there being a... When people review games, the game wasn't a certain amount of length. People would cut it down and say it was too short, so it wasn't worth buying. Yeah. I uh, don't agree with that anymore, because I'm an adult now. But yeah. <laughs> time, there is, are, time is precious. There are so many speed runs of all the Ratchet & Clank games, and you realize how much padding there is. I think... <laughs> I saw a speed run of this game this week, and it's like 42 minutes long. Damn. That's wild. And they just skip worlds. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, yeah, because there's so many worlds you go to, and each world is very unique, I want to say. You go to a couple that are war-torn, that are like show the battle that's going on with Drek and his robotic forces. You go to a random outpost. Your whole point is just to find a crash the, the crash uh, hoverboard guy to get his board. Like there's lots of little things in this game that it's very unique. I mean, it's padding, but like I can see it. Be, it would have been fun in 2002, 2003. Yeah. yeah. At least, at least they're not open world. Like every planet has two or three set paths that you follow to get to something. Yeah. So you're, you're rewarded no matter where you go. Yeah. It is that Saturday morning type of thing. Like every episode has like a new, th- new thing. And it has like a pretty good template for like keeping a child or a young person constantly rewarded and like feeding them. Uh, <laughs> and it, it works. I, I, I still uh, like this game. And the yeah. map system is good too. Like the map, every time you go to a new planet, there's a map you can look at. It will show you where the stars are, where you have to go. And as you progress through the map, it will, it will color out the spot, to, color in the spots that you've been in to show you where you've been. Mm. Oh, that's so, that's so good. I, I don't see that nowadays. Nice. And oh, that was really cool when you were trying to like hunt down golden bolts. Um, yeah, okay. I that actually that. made sense. Oh, don't do it. It's a I, waste. <laughs> I I I found one by accident just because it was nearby and I texted Mike. I'm like, I don't actually have to find these two. I like no. I'm like, okay, good, because I've been skipping them everywhere. Yeah, the only purpose they serve in this one is to unlock the golden weapons. About halfway through the game, you can unlock five of them with the right amount of golden bolts and a hell of a lot of normal bolts. Oh, my God. And then after you beat the game, it unlocks the other five. Are they can... stronger? Yeah, they, they they have better properties. They're upgraded. OK, then that eh, I couldn't see myself doing that. Oh, I also they're like if we were talking about mini games, this game has a stupid little hacky mini game that I <laughs> did not like with a trespasser weapon. It's called. Ah, oh, that's so much fun. Okay, I mean you have two different definitions of fun then, but oh yes, <laughs> I don't like puzzles as much, so that that's why. Uh, I want to say every game going forward has some variation of one. I googled a couple. <laughs> I would find YouTube videos and watch it just so the guy got the whatever the solution was, pause it, and then recreate the solution, then be done. Like I tried first, and then after after like five minutes, I'm like, I don't understand this. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. It doesn't take away from the game that you don't. No, and it didn't it didn't bother me that they were there. Like there was the only thing that really bothered me in this game were the boss fights, especially that final boss fight. But for the rest, like <laughs> it was challenging. Like it gets challenging, but it was oh, yeah. still fun. So the yeah. first boss fight was on That's in the cave? Yeah. Umbris? We should talk. Oh, stuck. What? We should talk about the if it's the cave, we should talk about how you get in the cave. Yeah. Okay. So as we were saying, we were saying the whole like the whole first part of this game is you're trying to get the Captain Quark because you want to tell Quark what Drek is doing and you want 
Captain Quark to help you. So Captain Quark, if, if I remember correct, gives you some bullshit excuse like, oh, I'll come to my training ground after you complete my training ground. We can fight together or some, some bullshit like that, I think. Yeah, because earlier you see uh, Direct talking to a shadow, telling him to uh, hunt down these, these do-gooders that are going to be in his way. <laughs> Turns out it's okay. Quark. Spoilers. Oh, man, Quark is such an asshole. Or just as an idiot. Maybe not an asshole. Right? Ratchet's the asshole. Quark's just an idiot. <laughs> and the way annoying. his face animates is terrifying. Is he He's a humanoid, though. <laughs> I know, but it's the way it moves. He's, is he one of the only humanoids, like like human like looking characters in this game that isn't an animal of some sort? Yeah, I guess so. He's a really fat guy with a big chin in a in a green suit. Yeah, he's got the Mister Incredible body type. Yeah. He's got three thumbs. Oh, what? Yeah, it's just it just has three thumbs, and it's it's weird. I've never and noticed that. Every time you look at him, it's just these three thumbs, and they're so big. Okay, I'm gonna have to look. Got <laughs> my attention. Um, but it, it's like in that whole. So you go through the training ground for Quark to prove that you're good enough. And at the end of it, and he's all like, oh, come here and I'll give you something. And I want to say Ratchet realized something's wrong and won't mm-hmm. go forward. But Clank is is naive because he's young. I see what you mean about three thumbs. And so he ends up going forward and stepping on the platform and then they get dropped into a hole or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. some kind of snaggle beast. I can't remember the exact. It's terrible. Um, it's <laughs> ugly. It. That's when I started. Like that's when I I was enjoying this game a lot, and then when I got to that, I'm like, okay, this is really really annoying. Okay, so I'm thinking you didn't do this boss fight right. Probably so not. the arena is composed of several platforms linked together by these bridges. You yes. have to shoot him to the point where he starts chasing after you and get him to walk on the bridge, and it collapses into the lava. You did that? And it, yes. Oh, okay. It just took too many hits to get him to that point. In my yeah, opinion. yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I just I mean, I, when I go through a full clip of all the ammo I can hold for a weapon, and I take out one bar of your health, I'm not I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm annoyed. <laughs> Especially when I'm playing the game on the only difficulty. If I'm playing the game on expert or nightmare, I'm going for that. Like I'm then I expect it. But I'm playing the you know you only give me the one. Like this game has no difficulty selection, which apparently was a thing in 2002. I'm okay with that, but at the same time, you don't need to make it as hard as this game felt like it did at times. Yeah. It almost feels like the sequels are about the same difficulty, but you're constantly leveling up your health and you're leveling up your weapons, so things get progressively easier, but this game just didn't have that to balance I, out the difficulty. I don't like hard games, but I love Dark Souls 1 and 2 because <laughs> like the same thing you were saying like Going Commando probably does, where even though I failed, I was still... I would earn something for my troubles. Like I could sit there and just farm experience points if I needed to. Yeah. And that's why I think this, this game is really hard to go back to. It's just, there is no sense of solid progression, like leveling up your character besides getting more health. But even then it's just the weapons. As soon as you get the weapon, that's all the weapons ever going to be. And they're not, they're kind of cool, but I only use the same one throughout most of the game. And then I, and the Devastator you get way later, which is just a rocket, a homing rocket launcher. I use that a lot, but it only holds 20 shots. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you can buy ammo and things and you get ammo boxes throughout a level, but it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it, it didn't do it for me. I mean, the story was fun, though. Like, I, I was enjoying the story and I was laughing at the way the characters interacted and the NPCs that you run into are all idiots. <laughs> that was fun. Like, yeah, like, there's a plumber's crack joke at one point, which is dumb, but it, it was kind of funny. <laughs> 
And no, I was wrong. The first boss is a giant, like, lizard-looking thingy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not the snuggle, snuggle beast. I'm watching the video as we talk. <laughs> I forgot about that fight. That fight didn't seem so bad from what I remember, but, like, you know, it was very 2002 where you do a, do a thing, then, then something happened, then you can hurt the boss again, do a thing, then you can... You know, and, and that's how this whole game is at times. But the, I mean, the exploration of this game is fun. Like, I mean, as we said, the world, the levels are an open world, but they are fun to explore. Yeah, they're super colorful. Like, they're they're open in a sense where you 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 know where you need to go. You never really get confused. And there's a pretty clear line of where you should be going. Um, as a child, it it was pretty. As a 27 year old child, it was really easy to go through this game. I, I didn't have a problem with that part. I had a problem with dying a lot, but partly that's because I suck at platformers. Mm. I'm not a fan normally. I like I, I stay away from these type of games. I enjoy them if they come out in PS4 and onward, where the game you know it's easier. But back you know stuff in this era is not my not my cup of tea. So yeah. I do have a question. I couldn't have been the only one when you get the grind boots. All I could think of was Sonic Adventure Two Battle. <laughs> that's all I could think of. Okay, I guess your soap shoes. I well, I have a thing for Sonic Adventure Two. So good or bad. I spent way too many hours trying to get Green Hill Zone, so. <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. For those that know what that means, yeah. <laughs> I've Me only and my girlfriend at the time tried to get S-Rank in every level in that game, and we were missing three S-Rank. Never did get those S-Ranks, but a lot. Are but that's Sonic, all I can think of. It is the fun. Sonic, like, the grinding was fun. Are the Sonic games worth playing? Yes. Uh, mm, one. Some of them. I I've only played yeah. one Sonic game, and it was the RPG one. Oh, wow. Uh, Brotherhood? Yeah, the DS. My condolences. It's Bioware, so it must yeah. be good. I, we'll talk, I, that game was actually almost on this show. It was supposed to be on this show a long time ago, but the DS ROM doesn't work, and I was having a terrible time trying to play it, so it did not stay on the show. I played it before, and I hated it, so. <laughs> so I shouldn't be worried. No, he'll never be on the show. <laughs> You're not missing anything. <sighs> I tried to like it. But I mean, also, like one thing that this game does to kind of mix up what you're doing, because this game is constantly trying to mix things up, is they have parts where you go to places, two different places, where Ratchet can't go because Ratchet can't breathe in the world. So you have to switch to play as Clank for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And those are interesting. Like, you don't have the weapons. You you can't jump as high. You can only punch things. But it was interesting. Like, I didn't. I had fun with it. Yeah, you get the Gadgetbots. Yeah. I did like the Gadgetbot. I did like that little puzzle aspect of it. You have to get his little friends and have them follow him. And I did like that. Oh, I love it. It's like a Pikmin style where you just tell them to attack enemies and they just swarm around them. It's awesome. It's cool. And to double back what I was saying, like we were talking about when you have when you have that part with Cork and Cork betrays you and drops you in that tunnel, you kill the Snagglepuss and you realize that Snor- uh, Cork was just trying to kill you like he was working with the bad guy. And that's when Ratchet becomes a complete ass, and his whole thing, the rest for a good chunk of this game, is to get revenge on Cork. Mm-hmm. And Clank's like, we gotta stay, we gotta stop Drek, and Ratchet's like, all I care about is killing Cork, is taking out, getting my revenge on Cork, technically killing him. And it, it makes the character much more unlikable for a long time, I felt. Hmm. I didn't like his attitude and how he was just so much of an asshole to Clank, and just, but again, it's like a teenager-type, angsty-type character i felt like and he you know he's growing because he does grow eventually 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 it uh, takes a while it takes a couple games uh i'm just talking about this game <laughs> it takes a while mm, he's definitely like way more likable going forward i i liked him near the end like i as the game progresses and the story progresses and you keep you know and you eventually take out quark and you and you become more concerned about what's happening like i liked it better 
I'm gonna talk about taking out Quark. That's the the second boss fight, right? Third, because we skipped a bot because we have the ant. But I can't remember. But you fight Quark. Is that the Quark fights you're talking about? Like spaceship, right? Yeah, it's one of the mm-hmm. the flying levels. Those were interesting. They have a, they have them a bunch in this game. Where you have to fly around and you're in you're in a ship, and it was kind of fun. Like one, I barely beat. No, like one of the candles, I barely beat, and they were kind of fun. I I liked them. It was a nice different, you know, instead of just doing the same platforming all the time. Yeah, they're not difficult either so it's it's a nice to break up the you know and they they give you a ton of health and they give you a ton of rockets just from killing the regular little bad guys that that fly around mm-hmm. oh but the turret sections because you know this is 2002 so we have to have turret we have to have turret those some of those are really really annoying oh the one with the really really long ship and you have yes. <laughs> oh my god that, that i died so many times on that i didn't even know what i was doing wrong okay, so i just felt my help was disappearing it wasn't just me then okay good. no during I, that one I'm, i remembered uh, a very unfortunate part of a spooktober game we have coming up and i just instantly dreaded having to replay that yeah. we'll talk about that when we get there good space <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's not so bad unless you're unless you're going for the uh, a thousand point. You're playing on the super hard, the harder difficulty. Then it's terrible. I have like one or two achievements left on that game, and that is one of them. Yeah, you'll never get that. Probably not. So another thing with Ratchet and Clank that that I felt was very nice, you know, to kind of fit like we were saying earlier, where it just kind of keeps feeding you. You constantly are getting new equipment, new items of some sort all the time so it always feels like the game is changing a little bit even if it is something like the hydro slicer which is the whole point of it is just to open up different areas of, of a of a area of a planet it's still yeah. fun that it's there's tiny puzzles in the in the platforming um, i was okay with it most of the time yeah except for the times where they trick you up they give you a hydro displacer point and you're not supposed to use it yet mm-hmm. so i'd use it and then go down like okay well i was supposed to ask you to go back up and drain the water it's, oh uh, Question for you guys. What do skill points do in this game? Every so often I said, so you got a skill point, but I had no idea what to do with it. Nothing. I think they do concept art. Oh, maybe. Or you have to go to the main menu to access them. Yeah, you, don't, you don't like unlock skills like you would think oh my of a, God. Like a Diablo I, skill point. Yeah, but they're like very specific. Um, like you have to shoot down three ships with like a particular weapon. And normally these ships aren't even enemies. They're just drop off enemies. You're suppo- you can destroy those, and that's like a skill point. They're very obtuse, and they don't tell you any of them. Yeah, they're just in-game challenges. And then the HD version, they made each of them a trophy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was curious what they were. I mean, I, I saw them a couple times. I'm like, what What am I doing? What's happening here? I even looked in the <laughs> menu thinking there was something that I could upgrade or something. Nope, there was nothing. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you were missing anything. Yeah, I think that's how I felt if we didn't play this game but that did not happen. <laughs> there is a better version of this game, and it's easier to access. Uh, it's it's really hard to convince people to go back and play this game. I mean, I'm glad I did in the aspect of I would, you know, I feel like if I would have played more of the series like we're, we're going to on the show, mm-hmm. I could not go back to this game. But you still would have wanted to. Like, having played so many, like, well, I should probably see where it started, and then... The completionist in me, yeah. It would have been so much harder. So, yeah, we I, definitely... Ended I, up doing it the right way, but man. I do like that as you progress through the game, you do have a little shopkeeper guy that, that pops up in every planet right by your ship where you can buy ammo, which I didn't buy ammo because, you know, i got to save my bolts in my head. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can buy new equipment, which I didn't use. I bought almost everything. I didn't use 
majority of what I bought. I just bought it because it was there. But the how, worlds are so. How like, did you have the bolts to buy everything as it came up? Because like every planet has you given bolts to someone to to progress. I didn't buy it right away. Okay. <laughs> I just got stuff as the game progressed. I ended up getting everything with the Tesla cutter. Mm. And I only and I didn't get the full health upgrade because you get one health upgrade for like four thousand, and you need thirty thousand bolts to get the other health upgrade. And I never got that. I did the majority of things in this game. I did. I think I did all the missions that you can do. Um, I had I, fun at times. I feel they want you to come back to planets and just run through them over and over again just to get bolts because there's not really any good farming sections. <laughs> Why don't you tell them how you farmed? Uh, I was going to save it for the final boss. Oh, I want you to bring it up now. Okay. So, given speedrunners and the crazy shit they do, there's a place in Rilgar where you can phase into the wall of the hoverboard track using the decoy glove, where it pushes you through the wall and you're out of bounds and you walk around this little platform and jump into this void where the hover track should be. And as you get low, it just kind of appears. And then hmm. you can run along the track on foot and there's a part with hovering platform and a whole bunch of crates you just stand under it and hold down the the taunter weapon that automatically breaks crates and there's some kind of bug where if the crates break off screen they don't disappear but you still get the bolts oh so i took one of my (laughs) wife's hair ties and wrapped it around the controller and about three hours later i had enough bolts to buy the health upgrade the pyros the the golden combustor and the Rhino, which we haven't talked about yet. So it, it helped for the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. So since it came up, I wanted to bring I wanted to mention it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that was funny. Stress. I wish I would have known. I would 100 percent did it. Right. It's good well, stuff. We'll get to the final. Oh, I want I'll talk about the final balls. Later. I don't want to go there yet. But <laughs> oh, God. And, and when it, I mean, because like the bowls, like I, I just broke everything. I didn't go through any levels extra. But I was able to get bolts, and I, I liked it. At least I felt like I was accomplishing something. Like, I had fun fighting the enemy for the enemies for the most part in this game. I didn't use any, like, clever tactics. I did a lot of jump and smack, jump and smack. Mm-hmm. That was one of my huge, like, ways of fighting, which is jumping and smacking people in the face with a wrench. It's not a wrong way to do things. Mm-hmm. It's effective. Using the, uh, the, comet, the comet strike, they call it, when you throw the wrench, is also very effective. Ah, I never used it. I didn't like aiming in this game either. Like anytime I felt like when I had to aim, was it R one R one to aim? I think um, something like that. I don't know. I didn't like it. It 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 felt off to me, and I was never happy when I had to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I did, did it a few times when I, I just kind of would have to, but I just never liked it. I never felt like it was fast. Like there were times where I had to aim, shoot the rocket, lock on the guy, shoot the rocket, and then run because he's shooting at me at the same time. <laughs> And save yeah, the uh, the strafing doesn't work very well in this one, where you just kind of use the jetpack and hover in place. It's just uh, it's I, not effective. I mean, the world is creative, and like you see people fighting each other, like you see people fighting against direct forces and things. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I I mean, again, direct just reminds me of like a you know now that we're in the year twenty twenty, he reminds me of like a, a terrible businessman that's taking over type of thing. That idea. I mean, that's. I think that's what they were going for. They just they hit twenty twenty on the nose in a way, you know, in the future because you you have stuff like that. And it's just he's a terrible villain. And I love how he's like, well, our planet got destroyed. And later on, he's like, because we mined it for all the money it was worth, profit, profit, profit. And he makes it. You know, he does fit like that Saturday morning cartoon character too, though, in a way of someone who's just like greed is terrible. So this guy is bad because he's greedy. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. 
So I, but it was entertaining. Like I was always interested to see where the story was going to go next. I was always ready for the next thing. And I, and I did explore most of these worlds, which is not, I don't do a lot of exploring in games. Usually I try just to get through it, but I like breaking up more crates. because I wanted more bolts because I didn't, I didn't want, I never got to a point in this game where I couldn't buy the next thing to progress for the game. I never got to a point where it's like, okay, I don't, I have to go get more bolts to pay this guy. Cause a lot of the levels at the end of the level, you need an info bot, which is, mm-hmm essentially just saying this is the next place to go or you need something to do it and if you don't have like the 4000 or 2000 bolts you're not you're not progressing with the game mm-hmm. so when i first saw the rhino that that also kind of confused me because you you're in you're in one of the early game planets and you come up to this random guy he's like hey i'll sell you this weapon it's 150000 bolts right <laughs> yeah i'm like how the hell are you supposed to get that because at this point the most a gun costs is like ten thousand bolts mm-hmm. and it wasn't until mike's like you're supposed to play the game multiple times before you buy that yeah because and- once you beat the game you're on like challenge mode and as you kill enemies without getting hit you're you build up a multiplier for bolts oh so, yeah it makes it a lot easier that makes sense that, that's probably what they expect you to do then is just right just, I was never playing this game again. Like this game already got deleted off as soon as I finished it. Cause <laughs> yeah, I was just done. But uh, the Rhino was super cool. Cause I never, I never played a lot of games and still don't play a lot of games that have a really good sense of humor to them. And having the best game, the best weapon in the game be just a pun and just be a complete joke. It's, it's always kind of stuck into me. Cause every time I would go into a new game, it's like, Oh, what's the Rhino of this game? Mm-hmm. That's um, an interesting way to put it. And it was it always like uh, I guess now like the energy sword in Halo is like kind of like the most iconic weapon, or um other games have the weapons that like represent that game. And the Rhino's always been the rationing clank series weapon. Yeah. To me at least. Yeah. I think to like, a lot of people. Yeah, like Nick said, there's a new one in every game going forward. Mm-hmm. I, I'm definitely excited to try more because of this game. Because like the like as we were saying, the enemies are also creative. There's like a there's a slime you fight periodically that as you hit it, it breaks into other slime and they get oh. smaller and they get smaller. Like they're annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I I didn't. I had fun playing this game for the most part. I mean, I use safe states all the time so I can play safer. And because four health is not enough health Mm-mm. in this game, no. No, you no, can no. get you can get comboed too. If I got comboed a few times, not often, but it could happen. You just get stuck. Yeah. I mean, it does give you health upgrades throughout the level, but as the game progresses farther, I feel like they were not as nice about it. And I didn't experience this because I was cheating, but Mike was telling me that the <laughs> checkpoints are not close, not near each other. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> the last level is this freaking gauntlet of stupid enemies and tricky platforming. And there's this part of the Hydro Displacer. Like, okay, I died shortly after this part, and it took me back here, so that's where the checkpoint is. I made several minutes of progresses, like half a dozen firefights later and died. And it took me right back to that same spot. And I was like, I had to put it down. Like, I'm just going to come back to this later. This is, <laughs> oh, it was upsetting. And I don't even remember like getting to a checkpoint and having it register as a checkpoint. I don't know if there's a visual on screen thing. I think so. So there was, t- there was times where I was playing the game and I thought I was making really good progress and then fell off a ledge. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'm, I shouldn't be that far back. And then I'm like all the way back at the beginning of the world. Like, ah, this is a very old game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think there might've been a checkpoint thing. I feel like there was something I saw throughout the game that was like, Oh, what's this for? But I can't like, I'm drawing a blank right now when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought like there was something that caught my attention. It might've just been an auto save thing. Yeah. 
I know it's not like Sly Cooper where you had the like, little lamps that you light up with his face, mm-hmm. which are much cooler. <laughs> this game just made me want to play Sly Cooper again. Instead. <laughs> this game makes me want to play Ratchet and Clank 2. Yes. I Immediately. <laughs> which I think is what you I think what you started to do, right, Mike, after this? Yeah, I, wa- I really, really wanted to, and I didn't. I ended up okay. playing the remake instead. <laughs> I don't blame you. Because we're, we're a long ways off from that one, so, like, whatever, I can play this. Yes, we are. And I- the Ratchet and Clank sequels just get better and better. They just put so much new stuff and innovation in each one of those games that going back in the beginning and playing the first game, it's like, wow, this is more of a proof of concept than an actual worthwhile game. Yeah, it's definitely it. Uh, like, I think it's comparable to the original Street Fighter, where like is like you said, just a proof of concept, and then the sequel far. is where it just explodes with all these different ideas, and it defines what the series is moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing about this game is it, it was it has a lot of traps. Like there were a lot of pu- like action puzzles, let's say, where you have to figure out how you're going to take out this turret or take out this enemy. And as I'm watching a playthrough of it now, like there's completely different ways to do it. Like probably all three of us even did it differently as we played through. I did everything with a wrench for as long as I could <laughs> because I, I don't play games right sometimes as we as we find out the more and more I do the show. And that that like I was purpose, I was accidentally making this game harder for myself than I meant to. Because I just didn't, I was trying, like, I like to save weapons, like, I like, I like to save them for certain enemies. I mean, I got to a point in this game near the end where I had no choice but to use a Devastator and use better equipment because you just, you will not, you can't get near a guy. You'll never get near him. Yeah. The bomb glove's pretty good. It, it It's a clutch weapon. I that's like really it. easy to use. The lock-on is pretty good in this game, too. Like, it, this game would not work without a lock-on. Yeah. So I, I like that. And also, as we've said, you know, many times, like all the worlds are so different. Like I just as we're talking, I just remember there's one where it's like a tropical island that you're on where you're riding a boat. And yeah. that was fun. Like I enjoy like I I enjoyed it a lot. And I was like, OK, this is a this has some fun moments in this game. And that was one of them. It wasn't too challenging. I mean, the fish were annoying until I started sucking them up with the vacuum. But it was, I had fun. I had a good time playing. I had a bug that happened on that where you're escorting the guy to the end of the to his uh, fighter jet and I got all the way there and I'm fighting the enemies and I turn around and I'm like, okay, where did he go? And he was just gone. So I had to, <laughs> I had to kill myself and reload. But at least when you die in this game, you do keep all your bolts and ammo that you uh, cover, but you also keep all the ammo you lost. So I know it's a, as a handicap, the crates won't be there. I gave you ammo. So now you have less ammo to do the part you just did. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. something else they fix. Okay. The future ones. That I, I didn't experience that, of course, because I was cheating. But as I was talking with other people or look, look, listening to people talk about the game, that's what came up a lot. Yeah, you have to reload the world and then everything refreshes. OK, still not good. That. No, <laughs> but it, it, it I mean, at least with the bolts, you get a sense of progress all the time. Like you're you're accomplishing something. I mean, it sounds like they fix it way more in the later game. But that was still nice. Right. And I'm trying to think what what was it that makes Ratchet finally want to be OK with stopping Drex? Do you remember uh, it's basically when he finds out that he's going to destroy a planet to make room for their planet in the orbit. And then it, it kind of amplified when he finds out that it's Velden, his home planet that Drek wants to destroy. OK, so he's really a selfish character. OK, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it, that the whole idea of what this guy wants to do is like they had a planet, but they they raided the planet for supplies and natural resources. Now the planet destroyed. So now they're going to take a part of each of these other planet to make their own new planet to then raid for supplies. And I want to be like, you're killing billions of life forms. Mm-hmm. And there's no like, pol- and the police force that's sent out is a guy with a rent. <laughs> well, 
Quark is supposed to, well, I guess the Galactic Rangers aren't really a thing in this one, but Quark is supposed to be part of this team of superheroes that's meant to battle this oh. kind of stuff. Quark, like, because Quark is with, why is Quark working with Drax or Drex again? Money? Okay, yeah. Was, wasn't it? Yeah, because he's going to be the spokesperson of the new planet. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's what I, like I said, Quark is an idiot. <laughs> but I, I, I know that Quark's, like, as you guys saying earlier, too, plays a big part in the series going forward. Uh-huh. I am interested to see where that goes as, as we play more of these games. Yeah, he seems like he has a storyline in, in every game from here on. That's cool. Even All for One that you recommended, right, Mike? <laughs> I beat that game. <laughs> but you didn't recommend it. <laughs> no, no, I would not recommend that. I remember hearing of it, but I never played it. That's one we'd have to play multiplayer if we ever get to it. Yeah, it'll never happen, probably. <laughs> So I'm just watching, like, if this guy is playing, like, one thing that this game has mines, I remember getting really irritated with the mines, and I'm watching how this guy is using the flamethrower to get rid of them, where I just hit him with a wrench. I, I do like it. I do like it how, oh, wow, yeah, I didn't use that. I don't know, I don't even know the wall, all oh, the, the punching the glove thing. Club. Yeah, it's that actually really good. useful. I, it, you're, you have, you have iframes with that weapon, too. Mm-hmm. I used it a lot later on when I got, I didn't get it right away, because I was saving them, I was saving my bolts for a while, because I look up the guide and the guy's like, oh, you're going to have to buy this. Okay, I wouldn't spend any bolts in that in that world until I'm like, okay, I got plenty of bolts. I can spend bolts. And I did a lot more later on. I'm so weird. I always like guns and melee games. Like in RPGs, I like the gun-using characters. And then in shooters, I like melee weapons. That is odd. Uh, just to be a contrarian, I guess. Well, usually they kind of make those weapons stand out. True. Um, that could be why. It, the Walloper is dumb fun. It's a, it's a glove. And you hit people with it. And you oh. shoot forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Like, it's a good weapon. There was one part in this game that really annoyed me later on. Like, there's there's a part where you have to, you drain the water, or the water is constantly filling up or something, and you literally have just enough time to get through this part. But if you fuck up at any point in this long part, you better start the whole thing over. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I stopped to hit a guy, or oh, I didn't make this jump perfectly. Well, you failed. And it, was, it took me multiple tries with save states to get it just right. I'm like, I don't like it when a game gives me very, like, Almost no room for error. Mm-hmm. But it's maybe because, again, PS2 era. So. That artificial that part, difficulty. Yeah, definitely. That part I didn't have a whole lot of diff- uh, trouble with. It was the electric water parts where you had to <laughs> turn off the electricity and you have the certain time limit to make it through these underwater sections before it turns back on and instantly kills you. I made those perfectly. I didn't have any problem somehow. Without safe states? Yeah, without safe states. I just did it. I don't know how. Wow, it's impressive. I know, I was impressed. I, I, I don't think I had safe days. I'm, you know, maybe I did, but I, I don't think I did because it wasn't very long and I just did it. Yeah. I don't remember having, I, because I, I would just go, I would just hold out R1. And I would, sometimes I hit a thing I didn't care. I just keep going. <laughs> I made it work. Good. So, I don't know. I mean, I can see it being very annoying, but I just, I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I had a problem with other, with especially the part with the rising water. That gave me oh, trouble. It's just stress. The entire level is stress. There's a <laughs> lot of stress in this game. Like, it gets difficult near the end. Oh, man. Yeah, that last level was just brutal. As I was saying before about like, the levels being created, there's a part you have to take out a fleet of ships, and you take out the fleet of ships by jumping from ship to ship and just kind of fucking it up, kind of. <laughs> killing all the enemies going to the next ship. And that was fun. Like I liked it. Yeah. And then the, the train level on uh, Kerwin, the Metropolis City, where you're riding the train and swing-shotting around, and oh, it's fun. I think, I, I think that was all, like, all the rails where you're dodging things, or is that something else? Uh, I think that's no, that's something else. Okay, I, I remember one same, level where you're constantly, level, but... constantly riding rails and jumping from rail to rail, and trains are coming at you, and it was all for some optional item. I found out at the end. I was like, oh, okay. 
that wasn't worth it, but I'll take it anyway. So, like, I, I remember as I'm watching, I'm watching video right now, but the demon fish in this game, like, that's what I called them, where one time I forgot, I didn't kill them. I'm like, oh, jump in the water, I'll swim. And they just ate me at the end of that. I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's not happening again. Yeah. The, the fish, every planet has one, like, fauna or flora that just wants to kill you. And it's its sole <laughs> purpose. Uh, oh, like those scorpion bastards. Oh, oh God. And that, oh, <laughs> that forest jungle planet. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the worst. Like, those were the worst enemies for me in the entire game because you could not kill them quickly. Yeah. You're it's like sneak by they, them. They have some kind of mercy invincibility after you hit them, like a player normally would. So you hit them once, and then you have to wait for that to go away, but they can still attack you during that time. Oh, uh, miserable. Uh, <laughs> I went through so much ammo and so much... I barely got through that part. Even with safe states, I barely did it. It's kind of uh, cathartic to uh, fight them as Clank, where you can use the, the gadget bots to destroy them. Yeah, there are, and there aren't 30 of them when he fights them. <laughs> like, I swear, there were parts where I just, like... I would kill them from a distance, run out of ammo, and say, okay, we're just going to... Because you're kind of supposed to sneak around them, mm-hmm. but if you hit certain things, it wakes them up, and they all of a sudden they try to kill you immediately. Yeah. yeah. Not fun. Not the best part of this game. But is that planet optional? Uh, I don't think any planet's truly optional. It seems like everyone has at least one thing that you need to progress. Okay, yeah, you did get an info bot, so probably was necessary. <laughs> yeah, because you're constantly getting a lot of optional in- stuff, though. Yeah, there is. But you, you can never be sure which path is going to take you to something optional, which one's going to take you to one of the gadgets, or like you said, the info box that give you access to new planets. Yeah, and that was your speedrunner, and you know what you're doing. Yeah. No. Nah. Oh, I think we should, I think we kind of have talked about most of this game. I think we should talk about the final boss now. <laughs> or that level. I'll oh, let man. you lead this off, Mike. <laughs> okay, so the, so the ending kind of culminates where we were, you know, you're fine, you've been, you've been going after Drex this whole game, you stopped you stopped Quark, found out Quark was all just a patsy for him because, like we said, he's going to be the spokesperson. And so you find out, so you go to this guy, he's making his planet, and as we were saying, he's got to get, he's, he's got all the, he's already destroyed planets. So he has, he has his planet put together, but where he wants it, he has to destroy um, Ratch's home planet. So now Ratch gets all, you know, into it and wants to stop him. And it, and, and it kind of a change for the character, but again, he's still selfish. Because the only reason he's interested because it's his home planet. Mm-hmm. And, oh, like, I remember the level not being too bad. Like, it wasn't terrible, I think. Is this the level where you have to transform into the robot and sneak by people all the time? They hit the alarm button? Or is that a different level? Uh, I think I think it's the second. That's the fleet. The second to last okay, level. Okay, that was, that was miserable. <laughs> not with the right I forgot about that. <laughs> that was fucking miserable having to, tr- to cl- change your character. And, oh, that was not fun. Okay, but the last level, so you're running through this whole place, and this final boss fight made me want to quit the game complete, completely. And anyone who knows me, listen to the show enough, if I make it that far to a game, it takes a lot to stop me. So you yeah. get into this room, you're in a big open arena with a giant mech fight. And he has a huge health bar, and you do such little damage to him. I felt like it just wasn't I was going through clip after clip of my blaster and using my devastator and I wasn't even taking out one of his five bars of health and he's shooting mines at you. He's shooting he's shooting rockets at you. He's throwing bombs at you. He's spitting little minions at you. It is ridiculously hard. Yeah, I think it was every quarter health you get him down. He scampers off to the next part. You have to do some platforming to get back to him. It's not great. It's terrible, and I, I died even in the platforming part. I mean, I had safe state, so it didn't matter, but I still died. I'm like, this would really piss me off if I was playing this game more legit. And as I was talking to people, people, it, it wasn't just us. Everyone hates this fight. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. And even when this fight starts off, they get when you get about midway through the fight, he has a bomb that he presses when the fight starts that you have to deactivate, and he'll press it every so often throughout the fight. And if you don't press it, the timer runs out, you ought, you die, period. Not nice. Not nice at all. It's one of the worst boss, final bosses I've ever done in a game, I would say. Hearing you talk about this fight is what spurred me to abuse that glitch and get enough bolts for the, the Rhino. Because like, I, I did not want to have to go through that, too. You, I, you weren't playing I didn't have a... <laughs> So, Nick, did you, I, were you able to finish it? Yeah, I didn't have a single problem with this boss fight. Oh. Uh, How did you do it? I just I just kept hitting him. I used mostly the blaster, and whenever I would try to get it close, and I, I don't have, I didn't have the rhino. I went back and I got the rhino, but uh, I just kept emptying all my weapons into him. It seemed pretty straightforward, but yeah, it, I had more problems getting to him than that, the actual boss fight. Getting to him is annoying too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I was doing the fight wrong because I'm watching a video, watching a video, a speed run of it, and the guy's like in his face constantly just hitting him with the flamethrower where I was never in his face. I was trying to stay far away from him and shoot him from a distance. And that's probably not the right way to do this fight. Yeah, I know the flamethrower is good with him, but I never was able to get that close to him. I also didn't have all the health upgrades, so it was I, a lot of it was a lot of dodging and just hitting him from afar i i would try to run but then i get overwhelmed by the minis that he shoots out Mm -hmm. and i and i'm watching this guy play and he's keeping them injured all the time and keeping the number low and i would just get completely overwhelmed by them and i would have to like figure out how to escape from them and there'd be like you know 10 of them closing in on me and there's nowhere to go i think that's where the flame the flamethrower goes comes in handy there yep i use just the wrench as much as I could. Again, it was I play. I didn't play this game correctly. I also didn't use the the the, the suck can like they're using right now to kill some of these ads. The little minis that he shoots out. I didn't. I was using the Devastator, and I was using the Nikita rocket to hurt him a lot. That Nikita rocket is not something you should be using in this boss fight. By the way. <laughs> no, you have to time it just right where you shoot it off, get the homing rocket to hit him, and then do it in a, in a situation where you can do it, hit him before you get hit, which is not easy to do. And it doesn't do that much damage because I just couldn't get near him. I couldn't hit him with the bomb glove. I couldn't hit him with the flamethrower. I could only hit him with the blaster, then the Keto rockets, which are called V something, and the Devastator. And that was it. I could not hit him with any other weapon, which is not the way you're supposed to do this fight. I'm, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I did the blaster for most of it. And I can't I bring out of ammo. I had the, the, what was the other missile gun? It was the Devastator. Yeah. It's- that didn't that do, was, I use it, but didn't do a lot of damage to him. But I kept missing him with the blaster, too, because I kept the blaster kept locking on other enemies. Hmm. If there's something, maybe I'll, I'm probably wasn't playing this right either. I'm assuming that tends to be a, a thing. I don't think there's a wrong way to play the game. Oh, there but. is. I'm sure. <laughs> I also tried to hit him with a wrench. When I first saw him, I went to hit him with a wrench. So that should answer your question right there. <laughs> How'd that the wrench doesn't hurt him, by the way. <laughs> if you were curious, it does absolutely nothing. Oh, I found man. that out. So, yeah. I was quite annoyed with this fight. Like, I had gotten so frustrated. I didn't look up cheat. I, I thought about it, but I didn't get that far. I just beat him with save states. But I was getting close to breaking down. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was hitting me, and I was glad to see I wasn't the only one that had a problem with it. No, I'm glad the future games fix a lot of the difficulty issues. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because this game is hard. I mean, this game is hard, way harder than it should have been. It needs to be. But again, it's the era. Yeah. Like, the, the sequels are still difficult, but like we said... You're constantly gaining experience, so it it lessens a little with each death. 
I'm definitely excited to play them. I, oh, one thing that we forgot that I forgot to mention that I really want to mention is there's a part in this game that you get Clank is like an upgrade and he becomes a giant Clank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like a giant mech and you just go around and just break things and fight other mechs and it was so cool. Like it was a really fun moment in this game. Yeah, I, it's always cool to see a character that always small, more like smart and creative. And then once that person gains the destructive ability, it's like, uh, it's just fun. It was definitely one of my one of my more fun parts in this in this game. And I really enjoyed it. Like I, I and I and I also did a part wrong. There's a part where I was sitting there sniping all these guys, with the Devastator, and I found out you're supposed to just go through a room, become big clank and just go crush them all. But they most of them were already dead because I did that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Next game. But that wasn't the game's fault. That was my fault. Yeah, oh, this, this game just has tons of little moments that make it really fun to play through, surrounded by all the bullshit. But like if you just get into a room that has 20 or so boxes in, you don't even use your gun anymore. You just hit every single box with your wrench and mm-hmm. all the noises of the bolts fall in, fall into you. It's worth it. But it, it's there's tiny little things in this game that just make it super fun. Like using the swing shots, always, always a blast. I love anything with a grappling hook. So I yeah. love sw- swinging around with that thing. I wish there was more like side activities of pure platforming. It yeah, like- you get you get the uh, the training course on Metropolis. So that's that's really the only non combat related platforming you do. Yeah, because the series goes on and it is, it is a major focus on just the weapons and the platform always seemed like the third most important thing about this game. Uh, besides the characters and the weapons. Yeah, definitely. Because and now like now that we've done an episode on Sly and Ratchet, it's I kind of want to complete the trifecta with uh, Jack and Daxter. <laughs> and see how those that, Mike. Well, hey, it, you, you, wait, hold on that one. We'll bring it on at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it will come, I'm sure, because we might as well. I know Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank really kind of became the Sony mascot, though, for a while in the PS2 era also. Yeah, there was a ton of games. Uh-huh. Like, and it it's, you know, it, it's something that always kind of passed over me because I just, you know, I didn't care. But I always remember that. That I mean, especially I've been watching reviews and listening to people talk about it. Like it was such a, you know, it was something that they really pushed. And I think it probably was one of the more, one of the most successful series on the PS2. Or Jack and Daxter was successful, but Jack and Daxter changes so much mm-hmm. between one, two, and three, where this kind of just be, they just refined the series. Yeah, those other two series you mentioned, they topped out at what four games each, and now yes, Ratchet and Clank is in the ten or twelve or something crazy. Damn. It's it's up there. Yeah, because yeah, Sly only like... made it to four, and four was on PS3, then that was the end of Sly. Jack and Dexter had the three games, and it had Jack X Combat Racing. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. No, there's mm-hmm. one other one, so five. And that's there's all PS2, I think. There's a fifth Jack game? I think so. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Huh. I'll find out while we talk. So the upcoming Ratchet and Clank game is the 15th one, not counting mobile games. Ooh. Okay, there's Jack, there's Jack and Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack's X Combat Racing, and in 2009, Jack and Daxter, The Lost Frontier, plus there's Daxter for Daxter, PSP. Yeah. Uh, Daxter, yeah. Daxter, and then also there was a Ratchet and Clank game for the PSP, too, like Size there's, Matters. Size Matters yeah, there's and a couple of Agent them. Clank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are awesome. uh, direct download games, Quest for Booty and Into the Nexus. So, yeah, it, it, series got around for sure. Definitely, I'm excited to play more. Oh, any I think anything else we should say about Ratchet and Clank for the first one? Uh, I want to talk about the voice cast real quick. Sure, please do. So Ratchet is voiced by Mikey Kelly in this one. And all iterations forward, he's voiced by James Arnold Taylor. 
who both voiced Ninja Turtles in the CGI TMNT movie. Lucky Keller's Michelangelo and James Arnold Taylor's Leonardo. Huh. Uh, David Kay voices Clank, who's most known for voicing Vision and pretty much everything that's not the MCU. Like, everything. Cartoons, games, everything. Wow. Uh, let's see. Jim Ward is Captain Quark. He was... <laughs> he's probably best known for Chet Ubecha and Doug Dimidome and the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> uh, Kevin Michael Richardson is Drek, who voices everyone everywhere. He's in everything. Uh, Mona Marshall is the voice of Helga, who's probably best known for Izzy and Digimon and Mike, your favorite Musashi and Brave Fencer Musashi. Oh, I like. It. I do like Musashi. <laughs> it's so good. And the last person I want to mention is Neil Flynn as the Gadgetron vendor, who is the janitor in Scrubs. Oh, oh really? Yep. Oh, recipe. Wow. I huh. like that character. He's also in an episode of Smallville, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's the dad of the... Is it the glass girl? Uh, it's the, the girl that he cloned that died that was Lana Lang's best friend that tried to kill Lana Lang. Hmm. Okay. I'm thinking of someone else, then. Yeah. The, I'm not the, sure the who ratchet, the glass girl is. The Ratchet games always stuck with me just because... They are so funny and the humor kind of evolves with the series and gets a little bit more perverse as it goes <laughs> on, but, but still maintains this somewhat child friendly attitude. Like if you know, you know, mm-hmm. but otherwise it's just, it, it's, they're just funny, quirky games. And I don't think the, the first one didn't have any like sexual innuendo, did it? Uh, the only thing that really comes to mind is if you keep doing side flips in front of the, uh, Hoverboard girl, her boobs keep getting bigger <laughs> for oh. some reason. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> okay, because I, I know that like... line that wasn't that wasn't through <laughs> through personal experience. Because <laughs> I know like going commando and up your arsenal are both you know sexual innuendo terms. Yeah, but... size booty, toys of tools of destruction, crack in time, size matters. So... Oh, <laughs> I didn't know the tools uh, tools of destruction didn't occur to me till just now. Full frontal assault. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot of them. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, in Europe, they they had to change the names too. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Oh, I mean, they're fun. Like, it, you know, this again, the 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 stuff in this game was very comedic. And I mean, yeah. that that's one thing I I did like. Usually, would pause it to hear what they had to say, not because I cared about the story, because I didn't that care that much, but I just enjoyed it. It was fun to listen to, and I enjoy. I was enjoying the game. The I story. like the. The court commercial for Big L's. Oh, that was. Where yeah. every time he starts to talk, Cork just cuts him off or gets in front of him. <laughs> I like the ending where Cork isn't calling himself Cork anymore. Like, and I, and if something about, and he's trying to, se- he's, he's just selling like, like a commercial <laughs> or something. Yeah, the, the toaster with all the utensils sticking out of it. Yeah, because he's completely, like, you know, downgraded who he was now because he, you know, teamed up with a mass murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I did like that. I like how he gets his a fitting end in this game. And the ending of this game is kind of fun, too, where you're ratching, you know, Cl- I think Clank is about to leave and Ratchet's like, oh, come on with me or something of that nature. Yeah. And they make up finally. Yeah. Uh, Clank pulls his arm out of the socket or something. Ratchet's like, oh, you'll be fine. And then he starts to walk off. Clank goes off the other way. He's like, hey, where are you going? The garage is this way. It's like, oh, they're friends after all after they argue they for fight the entire game. so much at this game. <laughs> it's annoying. The remake doesn't do any of that. Good. I'm I'm excited to watch the movie someday and play the remake for the show. Yeah, the remake kind of like makes Ratchet more of a cop than hmm. anything. It's just like the Space Rangers or the Galactic Rangers. Mm-hmm. They they just they they exist in the remake, and yeah. it's 
it's it's it just as part of like the tonal shift is like ratchet in the first game is kind of like a nobody and he's just doing this all by himself and then in the remake he like he has some sort of fame or some sort of cre- credits it's just a different feel to the game but both of them are pretty okay someday i'll, I'll play it i keep telling myself that we'll get there i'm sure we will we're getting close we got not four, close, but 13 games to get through first <laughs> yeah, we don't need to play all thirteen. We don't play. We don't play things in order on this show. Look at our Resident Evil stuff. That wasn't in order. Or Super Mario World. All right. Any last things to say? Should we go on to questions, comments, or memories? I think we're good. I'm good. Oh, all right. I actually did get a bunch of memories from that people had commented about love for this game, which I'm I'm happy with. Let's see. First group we're gonna read from is always or not. We're gonna read from the Overblood. And the first comment that I'm going to read, I'll read from John Henny. As a huge Ratchet and Clank fan who has now platinum every main game in the series, this game sucks. <laughs> One thing that makes the Ratchet and Clank series even more impressive, though, is the fact that they came out every year. So the huge jump in quality from the first one to going commando and another jump from commando to up your arsenal was done in an annualized series. That's wild to me and incredibly impressive. But yeah, first game sucks. Not fun. <laughs> <laughs> These were Again, games. I'm so happy that I played this game first, because if I would have played Going Commando Up Your Arsenal in better games, I would have probably hated this game. But since I didn't know any better, I had fun. Yeah. Or Mike was complaining a lot to me. <laughs> so, And I cheated, so it made it more fun. From Charles Bells, my three favorite Ratchet and Clank games in no particular order are Going Commando Up Your Arsenal and Tools of Destruction from the Future series. That's weird. Didn't mention this game. Hmm. Strange. From Nick Gumna. Uh, the only memory I have of this game was w- wanting to play it at, at my cousin's house, and he left the game on top of his fish tank, something in the old fish tanks that would kill games that were left on top of it for too long. The game would never read. Uh. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. I never did it. My CDs went back in their case. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a maniac. Yeah. I, st- I hate that. Like I, I, I had friends that would do it. I'm like, no, 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 it goes back in the case. Back in the case. Don't, don't you dare put it on top of the DVD player. Put it back in the case. <laughs> This day, my wife will do it. Sometimes she'll take out a PS4 game, but I'm like, no, we gotta go back in the case. Like, this drives me crazy. At least oh, you don't have a fish tank. I don't have a fish tank. I will not be trying that. From Andrew <laughs> Burns, I want to like it more than I actually do. Great formula, but it wasn't until Up Your Arsenal that I really fell in love. That's what a lot of people, I think, feel like. Mm-hmm. And from Brian Bowen, easily system mover for me. The humor is always fun. The twists on the guns are usually satisfying. The only thing I miss is that the newer games lack the fun, platforming stuff from time to time. And I'll read this one from Emmanuel, friend of the show, who was supposed to be on this episode, but when I asked him, he said no, 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 and no. But he will play the rest of them. He's supposedly. I don't think he earned it now. No, he did not. Okay, I'll read his comment. I never played the original game when it came out, just like with Sly Cooper. It wasn't until I had a PS3 that I finally played this game and thought it was fine at the time. But having replayed it a few months ago, my thoughts on it have shifted. I find it incredibly frustrating to play without the strafing that was implemented on the second game, and the onward, the checkpoint system is also terrible. And it's only less annoying than Jack 2's horrible checkpoints. (laughs) The saving grace for this game as its character development, something that was thrown off the window for the remake, but everything else was done better than the aforementioned remake. With that said, it is the foundation of an amazing series that is still going on to this day. And solely for that reason, it goes on my shelf. I did not ask him what goes on the shelf, but he decided to tell me anyway. (laughs) He could have told everyone that if he'd just been on the episode. I tried. He said no. All right, last one from this group I want to read before I jump to the next other two groups. From John Aldrich. Played it earlier this year. Game has held up incredibly well. I played it so many times I've lost count. It's one of my formative games. Wow. So what game did he play? (laughs) I'm Uh, glad he enjoyed it, though. (laughs) I'm looking at the release schedule for all of the Ratchet and Clank games, and I did not know they were a yearly series. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely up either. front. The first three or three in three years. Hey, how'd yeah. they go with Assassin's Creed? <laughs> I love Assassin's Creed, though, but I... I... <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy to think how each game got so much better and on such a small development cycle. Yeah, that doesn't always happen. I mean, you look at Assassin's Creed uh, Revelations in Unity. <laughs> All right. And from the Ratchet and Clank group, got a few comments I want to read from Michael Grant. I always thought it was like Futurama when I was younger. It kind of is. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, Mike, you like this one. Uh, from Anthony Miguel, if you get frustrated, just skip to the second game. It does get better as the series goes on. <laughs> trust me. Why does that sound familiar? I feel like I told you that at least a half a dozen times. Yeah, it's weird. And the funny thing is I, I didn't even remember that I changed your pick from this from going commando to this game. I didn't even realize <laughs> I did it. It wasn't until you said ask the host. I'm like, oops. So from Brad Sega, or sorry, Brad Sega, it's my favorite game <laughs> of the franchise. Wow. Okay. Wow. There's got to be some there's got to be some nostalgic or something then because, yeah. Is this the only game in the franchise he's played? Yeah, so I'm wondering too. It's the only game I played. So, and from Nicker Demembus, best game, no scaling means all weapons are vi- are viable to the end, which is cool. That is yeah. true. I mean, because as you gain experience in the future ones, you tend to get favorites. It's like I'm playing the remake, and I have the Pyrocitor completely maxed out. But that also means there's no benefit to keep using it because I need to level up the other ones, or else I'm going to be stuck with just using it as the game gets harder. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see where he's coming from there. Does make sense. I, I would rather just have powerful weapons, but or you know, I'd rather just earn something because I like earning stuff. It hits that placebo effect for me. True. From Luca, or what's what's one more I want to read from this group? Ah, from last one I'm going to read from this group, Luca Valente. For my first one is my least favorite of the entire franchise for the game cl- gameplay and game economy. I can agree with that. Have a few more I'm going to read now from the Laser Time group. Uh, from Steven Schellenberger, my brother got really into that original series. I played all the way through the PS4 reboot when it was free because I was fired for putting in my two-week notice. It was a ton of fun and helped me pass the time. <laughs> nice. The game will always be part of you now. Yeah, don't some jobs don't do that. I used to know I had a friend that worked at the casino, and she told me at the casino. Well, actually, was on the show before. Uh, if you gave your two weeks, you were fired that day. So you just didn't. You just left. You didn't give your two weeks. You just said I quit. Jeez. Yeah, and and. I'm pretty sure that's true because they didn't because something that happened at one point where somebody had stole or did something. So there's like you give your two weeks, they walk you out the door today. Like, that's it. End of that. I mean, I guess the main point of putting your two weeks is in case you ever want to come back or so they can give you a better reference. But if they're going to fire you that day anyway, then there's really no benefit. I had had one job where I gave my two weeks and then we got into an argument over the walkie later that day or a couple days later. And she's like, you can go home now. And I'm like, "Okay, I'll go home and go watch the Super Bowl that day. And I'll never forget that. I should have wow. just, yeah, it was really stupid. I should have just came back, but it was terrible experience, terrible time. But I always remember that. So I was always careful after that. Man, I wish I, I had so much trouble with that two week system. People would give me their two weeks and then for two weeks just be completely shitty at their job. And oh, yeah. it's like, it's like, so you just want me to fire you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, once you give your, your, your notice, you kind of check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm going to read a couple more questions. This one from Robert Beach. Soundtrack is incredible. Gemlop Bass and Orxon are fantastic tracks. They continue the branch pathways they enacted in the Spyro series. Two paths, two different rewards there, and established the Paul Verhoeven SK parody the series mostly was going on. I need to play it again. Play the HD version. Probably should. From Connor Waite, the extent of me playing this on PS2 was on the demo disc that came with the system. I own two and three, though. Never really touched the first one until the HD collection and again on the PS4 game. You don't need to touch the first one. <laughs> and last thing I want to read is back from the Overblood group. It's going to be the last one that, that uh, Mike had mentioned we should read last. From Trent Foreman. 
It's a good eight eight point five out of ten. That isn't nearly as rough or poorly aged as people here like to say it is, or like we're going to say. More often than not, people for whatever reason just use a couple of specific weapons and nothing else, and then wonder why they're having trouble. The blaster is not all purpose and should never be your main gun. It desperately needs a proper strafe, though, for sure. Also, original is better than the PS4 remake. <laughs> that was the one I was referring to, but man, does that bear mention? Like, oof, wow. Like, Trent, I really want to know what you see in the original that outdoes the PS4 remake. That, ugh, I just can't. After yeah, playing them back-to-back, I just I can't see it. I completely that, agree with him when it comes like the weapons, because I didn't use enough weapons, and that definitely was a handicap for me. And that was my fault. That wasn't the game's fault. That was just me not wanting to change my quick-select weapons, partly, too. Yeah, so. and that remake is an absolutely fantastic game. It is so pretty and so much fun to play, and then you look at this gray, boring, not fun game. It's oh, man. I don't know. Uh, this game is a lot fun. of nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. it's, you know, this is a game that you play when you're younger. That means a lot to you. And it, it it's and it can especially if we were playing this in the era, it probably would have been a lot. You know, it was probably a lot more fun. 2002 where we're not we don't have certain expectations that we have with the game now. And we're also all adults and we have the expectation. OK, I, I killed an enemy. I should have a checkpoint. Yeah. And, but don't um, worry, 2003 brush you going commando. So. <laughs> Which I will be playing coming up eventually. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh. the, re- the remake's not even in my top three Ratchet and Clank games, but I still would play it any day of the week over this one. What are your top three? Uh, it's probably going to bear ne- needing uh, replayed because it's been a while since I played them. Okay. Two and three are definitely up there, as everyone else will tell you. Yeah, that's what I, I've been hearing, too. And I heard Tools of Destruction is really good, too. Uh, up your arsenal, up your arsenal hard mode, and then Deadlock. Deadlock's another one I'm interested to, to check out. I put it like an hour into it. The story is really cool. And then it's all just small level based, almost like a horde mode game. They uh-huh. just built an entire game around a horde mode concept. And it's it's really cool. It's, okay. it's like you said, they just completely took out the platform and the focus is on the weapons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm OK with that. I'll play that. Also, one last thing that I forgot to mention that I want to bring up before we go to Shelfer Box is as the game progresses, Clank does get different upgrades and he looks different. And he looks really cool when he gets like the jet at the end, near the end. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> I love this. When he gets the helipad, he's like, am I cool now? It's like, yeah, Clank, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> I like Clank. All right. I think we should go to Shelfer Box. And Mike, why don't you go first? Since this was almost your pick. <laughs> Half my pick. Uh, John Hennig's comment was the one I was referring to where he talks about how this game is just terrible and the big jump of quality is just impressive. And the fact that the series kept on after this one, like it sold well enough initially, they put out a sequel the year after is it bears mention. Like it's really cool. And, and fun fact, they had actually gotten funding for the sequel before this game even came out. Oh, that's wild. It was already in production before the first game even released. Must wow. have been that ad campaign. So, <laughs> like Nick said, and it got me too. Like, uh, that ad campaign sucked me in. I'm like, I gotta check this out. But, uh, yeah, it's not fun. Like, I was generally frustrated more than I expected to be because this is one of my favorite series. And <laughs> it had barely been so long that I had just blocked this game out. That being said, the fact that it spawned 14 sequels plus now. I got to put it on the shelf just because it if if not for this, I wouldn't have one of my favorite series. 
Like, it lacks the upgraded weapons, which is a huge draw for me. I love that kind of stuff in games. Uh, but it's got to go on the shelf just because of what it what it started. It's not what I expected after all the complaining I got. Oh, I'm never going to play it again, but I can look <laughs> at it. Be like, hey, that that's the start of a good series. It's not a good start to the series, but... <laughs> I, like how you, I like how you end that. I'm never going to play it again. Oh, no, 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 no. But you don't need to anymore. It's now, it's now in... You know, it's been mentioned. It's in recording history now. Mm-hmm. And Nick, how about you? This is a game. It has <laughs> it has graphics. It has good music. But if I could watch a movie of it, I totally would. Okay. Uh-huh. I have like news for you. Yeah. <laughs> Going Commando is a great start to the series, but I, I, I would I would put it in the box. There's a there's a better way to play this game on the PS4. So 100% agree. Yeah. Historical context. This is cool. Uh, actually enjoying my time, I'll put in the box. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, I'm a little ta- torn because for the most part, I feel like at first I didn't enjoy this game, but as this game went on, I had fun playing it and I was having fun sitting down and going through it and I wasn't too frustrated except for that final miserable boss fight. But part of, <laughs> part of the problems I had with this game were not the game's fault. It was just my fault for having a particular way that I play games. Like, I play Mega Man game without using the special weapons for the majority of the game. That's not Mega Man's fault. That's Mike's fault. But because I did have fun, and I am excited to play more, this is going to go on the shelf, and I'm glad that we played it. But as Mike said, I never want to touch this first one again in my life either. (laughs) So, yeah, I never will. I will never go back to it. But it'll go on the shelf, and I'll be like, I beat that. I might have saved state, but I beat it. So, yeah. I might have glitched 150,000 bolts, but hey, I beat it. Hey, it's... That's more legit than I did in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it's it's within the game. <laughs> Mine was not. So and I think with that, I think we should introduce what we're talking about next week. And since <laughs> it, it, I'll, I'll introduce it, uh, we are recover- we are covering Star Wars Bounty Hunter from 2002, which is a direct tie in from Phantom Menace to the second movie, essentially. Hack of the Clones. The everyone's, best. Star Wars everyone's movie. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I like Phantom Menace. That's a great movie. But. Phantom Menace is my favorite Star Wars movie of all the Star Wars movies I've seen. How many have you seen? I've seen Phantom Menace. (laughs) It's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It gets a lot of hate. I went went to Taco Bell and got my Queen uh, Amidala or Amelia uh, cup from Taco Bell, went to the solid movie and immediately threw away that Taco Bell cup. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the first movie a lot. The second movie is god-awful piece of shit, but we'll talk about that someday else. But yeah, we're, we're playing Star Wars Bounty Hunter from 2002, so stay. you want to you hear that? You want to hear that? Yeah, yes, 2002. you do. Another game from the same year. It was the time. Alright, and then with that, I want to give a shout-out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney, from his EP, Bite the Bullet. Song is the Cool Kid Squad. Definitely check him out. You will see a link in, in the show notes to his YouTube channel, so definitely give him a follow. And in, and in funny note, he I just interviewed the guy today, so you'll be hearing that episode soonish. It will be going live. I can't remember when the time paradox comes and that happens, but it's coming. <laughs> so definitely check him out. Also want to give a shout out to that same podcast I had mentioned earlier at the top of the show, Nerd Radio and 3RD Radio. He talks about movies, games, and comics and pop culture. He does an eight-hour stream, so definitely check him out. There will be a link also to him in the show notes. And with that, 
I think I should also mention, please tell someone that you like the show. Tell a friend, tell Naomi, tell anybody. Let someone know that you enjoyed listening to the show. It's a great way for us to grow and eventually do more with the show. Uh, you know what I just remember? Uh, no, I'll, I'll bring that up. Remind me next week. I'll talk about that next week, I was going to say. And other thing I want to do is please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where I'm constantly posting new images of what we got upcoming with the show. Also, we do tons of different episodes. We do mini episodes now. We have a couple. We have one up at the time of this recording. We have more coming. We also do comics. We do movies. We're going through the MCU movies. So definitely check those out and listen to them. Let us know what you think. I think that's all I need to say tonight. I think it's time for me to stop talking. All right. We will see you guys <laughs> next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye.